<laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome to this week's Laughter and Positivity with Pete. And today I am joined with Manda Stretch. Now Manda Stretch is one of a handful of laughter ambassadors for the UK. She has trained hundreds of laughter leaders over the past 11 years, both internationally and from her home in the eco-community in the Highlands of Scotland. She is passionate about spreading the power of laughter. Hello Manda, how are you? Hi, Pete. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, well, you basically said it all. I don't know what we're going to talk about now. <laughs> well, as long as we don't talk about toilet paper, that's all I ask today. <laughs> for those, those that are listening, um, yeah, basically, Amanda came onto my live, Laughter Live, and, and we, we had a right laugh, didn't we? We, had we a right did. Laugh. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah. Okay. It set me up for the day, Pete. It's good. It's good. And that is the power of laughter, isn't it? It does set you up for the day. And it's just it's just finding like minded individuals that are up for sharing laughter with you, basically. So so how did you discover laughter yoga? Well, um, about 12 years ago, I went off to New Zealand um, for Christmas and at this little centre there in um, the North Island called Tahara Centre, they had this little Christmas gathering and there was this old geezer there. I say old, I mean, I'm 70 myself, but he was like 80. And he started doing all these laughter exercises. And I thought, what's he doing? And he was churning them out one after the other and thinking, how does he remember what's coming next? Well, you know, now that I'm quite a seasoned laughter leader, I realised that he didn't know what was coming next. You know, he was just like in the moment, one exercise after another. And I thought, oh, this is great. I could do this. So, um, yeah, I talked to him and he said, oh, you can do a two-day training back in the UK. And that's what I did. And that was the beginning of my laughter journey. Oh, amazing, amazing. And it's um so so did you actually get involved when you were in New Zealand with, with him when he was doing it? Um well he was leading a, a session, you know, so I was just in and amongst the other guests that were doing the session. Um so yeah, it's basically it it changed my life that moment. I had a sort of one of those light bulb moments thinking, oh, this is what I'd like to do. Amazing, amazing. So that leads quite nicely onto the next question then, Landa, is that how has laughter enhanced your life? Well, um, well, it took me to India for after that two-day training for a start. Um, so I went off to India for a five-day training with the founder, Dr. Kataria. So meeting him has enhanced my life. Um, he, he's a pretty amazing guy. And it's given me something to do in my old age, to be honest. I'm not always on my kid's back. What are you doing? You know, it's like I've got my own life. In fact, they're messaging me. I'm saying, go away. I'm doing stuff. (laughs) So it's sort of given me, you know, some, some wings to fly with. 
Amazing, amazing. And so, so when you said it was a bit of a, a, a changing point of your life, so so what what were you? Where were you then? And where did you? You know, where have you? I mean, it doesn't have to be today, but you know, the, there must be in a transition from so when you were in New Zealand, you discovered mm. laughter, and then mm. that story. Well, yeah, I suppose it's just given me a focus is the main thing. Um, I travel abroad every winter and teach laughter groups and it's given me something to do. It's made a bit of meaning for my life. And all my life I was thinking, um, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, what is my purpose for being here? I'm a bit of a spiritual seeker, so this was along the lines of thought I was going along. And I tried so many things, Pete, you know, storytelling and dancing and teaching, um, you know, all all sorts of things. And and yet this was the aha moment, as I say, it was the light bulb moment. So it's to find my purpose, even though it was a bit late on in my life, I'm very grateful. That's amazing, isn't it? And I keep saying, I do say it myself, is that actually I found my passion and my purpose and I know why I know why I'm here. And that's like, you know, and, and some people go, uh, but I, and I know but when I say it, sometimes I think that sounds really big, but actually it is a big thing because I've, I've had lots of bits. I've done lots of stories, you know, okay, I'm, I'm 45. So actually the only, like the last two years, again, when I found it the first time in 2016 and went, oh, what you can feel like this through laughing you don't need any substances to make you feel as high as you do on laughter and I was just like wow and it just it just stopped me from doing all the other bits and bobs and just literally mm. laughing my way and it's uh, no it's amazing amazing so so you say you you've obviously trained hundreds of people which is fantastic mm. and you've obviously ran hundred like probably thousands of sessions actually if you've trained hundreds so there must be some standout moments where someone's come up to you at some point and said, Oh, this is, this is, this is meant this to me. And I just wondered if you'd be happy to share a couple of those. With me. Yeah. Um, well, there have been a few moments Well, certainly some of my people I've trained are now leading laughter groups themselves. And they're saying, you know, how it's changed their lives. But one particular instance, and I was in um, Southern India on a rooftop doing my weekly session and, we start a laughter group, as you know, with, um, hi, everybody, my name is so-and-so, and then you, you all laugh. It's just a standard icebreaker. And I, I add to that. Um, and so I added to that that day, and, I, and we had a round of hi, my name is, and then it was like, hi, when I grow up, I want to be. So already we're getting into a childlike phase, which is a lot of the, what the laughter yoga is about. And this Russian guy said, um, when I grow up, um, I want to be an astronaut. And the, the idea of the exercise is, you know, and then everybody laughs. And I always make it clear we're not laughing at you. We're just having a laugh as an exercise. And it was a very poignant moment for him because when he was a little boy um, in Russia, the teacher asked him what he wanted to be when he grows up, and he said, an astronaut, and everybody laughed, and it completely dampened his dreams. And so I, I sort of picked up that it was quite a big moment for him, and so I geared the laughter exercises towards being an astronaut, walking on the moon, um, you know, we did the t- countdown, 10, 9, 8, off into the rocket, etc. And 
he was just, I could tell it was a big transformational mo moment for him. And we were all saying at the end, because he was still a young man, and we were saying, you know, it's not too late to follow your dreams. You know, you can still be an astronaut. And he said, I've done it now. You know, <laughs> he's done it in the laughter class. And it was like, it was just really interesting and um, very lovely to see him blossom. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, it's, um, yeah. So do, do you do that quite a lot in your lessons then? Do you, you, you take them to the child to pretend that you're a child again and when I grow up, I want to be? Because I, I really like that idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm Aquarian, so I'm always changing it. And, uh, you know, no lessons are the same. But I've just finished um, uh, a four-week group online on accessing our inner child. And, um, you know... The laughter yoga is so much about that. So that's what, another thing that's been great for me. And we've been playing and mucking about with balloons and bubbles and stories and songs uh, in and amongst the laughter exercises. And it was the last session yesterday, and they were all really sad, you know, that it had ended. And it was just wonderful to access all that childlike stuff you know yeah amazing amazing so so i'm just going to dive into that a little bit then so she said like obviously because i know that they say children laugh two to three hundred times a day that's like the fact and then as adults we stop that you know 10 maybe 15 and it obviously some people less which is even sadder so, but how how what was the average age would you say of the people that came on your on the course oh i had um um Seventy. One guy was seventy-four, and the women were in their fifties. So you know, yeah, about yeah, about sixty, I suppose. Then no, late fifties, sixty. So, and would you say they they came because they were already childlike in their mind, or they they no, okay, no, they each came for the different reasons. You know, one was looking after an ailing mother, locked down in London. Another one's just been diagnosed with cancer. Another one was the particular transformation I noticed was the third person I was just going to say. And she came in a quite a negative frame. She lives on her own. She's in lockdown in England. And, by, and we were doing stories and like, I had an, uh, an India theme for, for one of the weeks and asked them to bring something. So it was like, um, it was like a peer group. It was, you know, I was just facilitating and she read us this story. And then last, yesterday was the last one. And we did like an open mic thing where everybody brought it. It was a, a laughter party basically. Mm -hmm. And she was absolutely blossoming. She had a storyteller's hat on. She had a little scarf around her neck. And she was reading us um, one of, a wonderful child story. And we were all loving it. And it's like she discovered that part of herself in that very short time of doing an hour a week. You know, amazing. Yeah. Thing. No, it is amazing, isn't it? It's just that, and this is sort of, it's, it's one of the challenges that I sort of, I find is when people just don't get it. And that's fine because I, I, I'm, I'm coming to terms that not everybody wants to laugh and not everybody understands why they should laugh. Well, not, it's not the understanding. It's just they don't want to laugh. But I still don't know why <laughs> they don't want to laugh. And it's just like, yeah. I, to be honest, I have 
you know, because I live in, as you said, in this um, eco community up in Scotland, and a lot of people are focused on their spiritual searching and their own personal angst. And it has been quite hard to get the laughter off the ground because they think, oh, well, their process is like a real process and this is fake. So I, because it's fake laughter, so I put quite a lot of groundwork into we're just laughing as an exercise. See yourselves in a laughter gym, you know, and I, I sort of take them through it. And um, yeah, still some people, you know, as you say, don't want to laugh, but all, 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 you, all one can do is just carry on, hmm. just, you know, proceed. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, like someone likened it the other day as well. as just like, actually, it was Joe Hall, actually. I went and met Joe the other day in, in oh, a park in person because he only lives up the road. So uh, yeah. it's the first time I'd met him. So uh, but he was saying he was saying how, um, yeah, it's just like some people that, you know, that, that don't try and push a door open. If it's slightly ajar, you can put your foot in and probably put a hand and give them a little wave and say, hey, but actually trying to force it onto people isn't the right way, is it? So, no. people, so no. but amazing. Okay, so so what would you say that any, like to anyone that was unsure about laughter yoga, because people might fall on this podcast and go, like might not know what, not, not know what laughter yoga, because they've probably done a bit of research already, but people that do listen and maybe a bit like, oh, it's not really for me, is it for me? I mean, what would you say to them? Well, I would say if it's not for you, don't do it. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's always um, a useful piece of information is like to take the body there, take your body to a laughter session or take your body to an online session, even if you don't feel like laughing. And... Once your body starts, the diaphragm starts moving up and down, this affects the emotional body. So it starts with the physical and moves into the emotions. So even if your mind is saying, oh, this is rubbish or it's a waste of time or I could be doing the washing up, whatever, um, just give your body a chance to, to get into it is what I say. amazing perfect advice so you heard it here heard it here first you know just just do it and i love that like your diaphragm it is you know because it's obviously better deep breath isn't it you're breathing in you're breathing out and and i also like the fact that you know really a laugh is all it is is a ha or an out breath that's all it is but multiple ha's or he's or ho's depends on where where you're going with it so uh amazing Okay, so, so Amanda, I, I always like my guests to do uh, two of their favourite laughing exercises. So but you'll have to describe it, obviously, because we are on audio. So. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. So um, well, two of the old favourites are, uh, they, they sort of merge into each other, laughter cream and laughing at yourself. So imagine you have a jar of um, hand face cream actually and you unscrew your jar and you just get a couple of fingers and you start dabbing it onto your face and every time you dab it onto your face you have a laugh <laughs> 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 and then you can 
change the uh, yeah, palm of your hand into a mirror and look at the palm of your hand and laugh at yourself. <laughs> so this is a great little tip to you know follow on from that saying you know having a laugh every day so this is what i was trying to encourage my recent students online just change some little thing every day so in the morning when they wake up and have a look in the mirror if they don't fancy a big belly laugh you know just smile you know it all helps it all helps so these everyday things definitely definitely it's uh and it's, it's just trying to incorporate it into your daily habits isn't it lately yeah you know you know we all brush our teeth it's quite hard to maybe laugh at the same time as you're actually brushing your teeth but yeah. you know we, we we yeah put the kettle on the kettle takes a bit of time to boil yeah. you could just sit there just chuckling away at the boiling kettle or yeah, yeah it's so it's, the founder i don't know if he told you this story but he um, when he walks through the streets of mumbai he has his mobile phone turned off and he's just laughing down the phone, you know, as his daily um, walk around the park to get his daily laughing. He's just laughing down a phone that's switched off because nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it, love it. I do that, that's one of the exercises. I do the giggle phone when I um, do my sessions online and I say the same thing and I've not actually done it myself. Um, uh, no, I haven't done it myself, but I, I do want, once we get out of lockdown, I mean, actually, do you know, me and Joe, again, when we were, we did a minute laughter for world peace and we were both there with the video cameras doing selfies, laughing. And then two people walked past, a couple walked past and she was loving it. She was just like, yeah. what are they laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, so I think these one of those things It's like when you, when you're on your own, it is contagious, but if there's two of you doing it, then it yeah. just seems a bit more, oh, okay, what are they doing? They're doing something intentional they're not just you know yeah, yeah. oh brilliant yeah. okay so 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 it's not just laughter the podcast it's also positivity so all right what what positive habits do you have um well for a start you'll never see me dressed in black so i always wear bright clothes i can't help myself um and um that includes socks and everything nothing is dull so that, that's a good start, I think. Um, and another thing is that I, I have the smi a smiling practice. So I smile when I go to bed and I smile when I wake up. First thing and last thing. Yeah. Wow. Go on, talk and me lots that. of times in between. Yeah, talk me through that. Well, I mean, it's actually a Buddhist practice. It's called the inner smile. So um, it's an inclination of the head over the heart and just smiling. And it's a very powerful practice, Pete. You're smiling at all your internal organs. You're smiling at yourself. You're smiling at your loved ones. I, I have found it over the years to be very self-forgiving, a wonderful practice to do, and com feeling compassion for the self rather than, oh, I should have done this or I should have said this. Um, very powerful practice. Amazing, amazing. And how long do you do it for? Is it like a like a minute or two? Or yeah, a minute or two. Yeah, yeah. 
And did you have to, like, again, because I'm really into habits. I love, like, the way habit, I know that obviously good habits are quite hard to start, bad habits really quickly to pick up, you know. Yeah. So, so do you so just have a little, like, sign saying smile or something next to your bed so you knew as you were going to bed? Well, to I mean, no. I mean, because it's so well established now, you know. Yeah. So, you know, so it's just part of what I do and it doesn't actually take very much to do it's um you know for a lazy uh, a lazy spiritual seeker like myself it's one of the best things you can do it's very powerful i'm gonna i'm gonna take that idea and gonna i'm gonna try try and remember to do it that's the thing is uh i yeah. do laugh daily though i do like well, oh actually i'm gonna tell a little porky pie because i don't laugh as much at the weekends because i do all my laughter lives on monday to friday and then the saturday sunday sort of gets a little bit like slack on the laughter so <laughs> yeah. but, but but i notice it and, and actually what i did notice as well manda was when you came onto the laughter live i think you were probably the second laughter yogi i had on mm. and uh, before i used to do the laughter lives I, I was part of a daily giggle channel and we we basically you know 10 minutes of laughter in the morning and that was it we just laughed we didn't talk or anything powerful powerful stuff and i used to love it and then it wasn't until because obviously when you're leading something, you're, you're thinking, aren't you? You're not, you, yeah. you, you can't, you know, so, so when you came on and we did the toilet roll episode and, and for, for those of you, you should, should go back and have a look. Talk, like search Manda and Pete and just, I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. But we, what, what did we start with? A foot of toilet paper, wasn't it? And then, and then we were just doing like little charades. Creative laughter exercises. So you would do something with it and then I'd copy you and then I would do something with it. It's amazing what you can do with a foot of toilet paper. Definitely, definitely. And we didn't even use it for what it's meant to be used for, did we? <laughs> but by the end of it, like, it was just these little like moustaches we had and stuff. Yeah. It was that small. Yeah, it was Brilliant. such fun. Yeah, I mean, that's what I love about laughter yoga. It's the let go. You know, mm. somehow it gives one permission to get out the box and let go a bit yeah definitely definitely and it gave me yeah that that session gave me the power in my head to go right i need to start i I laughed a morning basically where i'm going to do another you know where it's just selfishly it's for me but also it's for whoever else wants to join me at the time because you know without the talking without the leading without the guiding just copying each other and Mm. just being free yeah amazing yeah. amazing so so what is there something that not a lot of people know about you um well quite a lot of people don't know a lot about me um i suppose one of the main things is that people think my name manda is short for amanda or mandy and they probably think i'm being a bit pretentious by calling myself manda It isn't the name I was christened with, but um, I was initiated by an Indian guru, if you like, figure, um, 25 years ago. And it's a Sanskrit word, Manda, and and my full name is Prem Manda, which means river of love. So the Manda part is river. I never use the Prem, but it is the full name is Prem Manda. 
So you didn't know that about me, did you? I didn't know that. I I didn't know that. So thank you very much for sharing. And that's (laughs) brilliant. I could talk to you all day. You've got so many interesting stories. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so Premanda, where, (laughs) where can people find you if they're they're listening to this and they want to find a bit more? Right. Okay. I'm just really old school, Pete. Um, Manda Stretch at hotmail.com. Perfect. Or send a pigeon. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, Banda, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we'll sign off for now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's lovely as usual talking to you, Pete. And good luck with everything. Thanks for asking. Thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to petecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can. <laughs>